0: Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Anyone around in the 1960s and earlier knew not to mess with the measles. Measles, a.k.a. rubella, is a dangerous and highly contagious infectious disease. It was common knowledge back then that if you're lucky, measles merely came with a high fever, cough, runny nose, red watery eyes, and the infection's signature angry red rash. But if you're not so lucky, you can add to that any number of complications— About 10% of measles patients get severe diarrhea and ear infections. More dire complications include pneumonia and encephalitis, which is brain swelling that can further cause convulsions, deafness, cognitive impairment, and even death. Contracting the disease while pregnant can cause premature birth, a low birth weight for the baby, and even miscarriage. And some people develop a rare and fatal central nervous system disease called subacute sclerosing panencephalitis about 7 to 10 years after they've had measles. Today, however, many people don't know much about this terrible disease, which once struck 3 to 4 million people annually in the U.S. alone and killed 400 to 500 per year. That's because in 1963, a highly effective vaccine debuted and measles infections plummeted. Then, in 1978, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention began working to totally eliminate this infectious disease from the United States through widespread use of the measles vaccine. It worked. By the year 2000, measles was declared eliminated from the nation. During the decades when measles was steadily on the decline, memories of the disease and its many dangers also disappeared. Unfortunately, measles began showing its ugly red face again in the late 2000s and 20-teens. And as of 2019, it's raging in many parts of the United States, including New York State and Washington State. While many of these outbreaks occurred because of people with the infection coming into the U.S., one large outbreak in 2014 that sickened 383 people was largely due to an unvaccinated group of Amish people— Another outbreak started at Disneyland in California in 2015, possibly due to someone contracting measles overseas. 147 people became sick. The return of measles is concerning enough. But in 2015, a study showed people who came down with measles were at risk for getting a raft of other diseases. Their immune systems had developed a sort of amnesia. When measles attacks your body, it goes to war with your white blood cells. Specifically, it binds to your B and T cells, then wipes them out— B and T cells are highly specialized cells critical to your health. They're the ones that recognize infectious germs in your body, then quickly multiply to fight off these unwelcome invaders. A subset of your B and T cells also remembers each infection you contract. If that kind of bacteria or virus strikes again, they recognize it and prompt your immune system to spring into action so fast that you probably won't get sick. That's immunity. But because measles trashes your white blood cells, it places you at high risk of succumbing to other infections, and not just for a few weeks after you get it. After mass measles vaccinations occurred in the 1960s, childhood deaths from measles plunged as expected, but so did childhood deaths from a host of other infectious diseases. In resource-poor countries, the drop in childhood death rates post-measles vaccination was as much as 30 to 50 percent. In some of the poorest nations, it was a whopping 90 percent. In 2012, researchers began to figure out why this is. A study with rhesus monkeys showed that while the monkeys' immune systems began producing new B and T cells a month after contracting the measles, these new cells only remembered that the monkeys had had measles in the past. They didn't recall any of the other infections the monkeys had had. Basically, the monkeys' immune systems had amnesia. This meant the primates would have to go through all sorts of illnesses again to regain the immunity levels they'd built up since birth. And it appears that the same is true for humans. In 2015, results of a study were published in the journal Science that showed children who got the measles and survived were more likely to subsequently die from another infectious disease than kids who never got the measles. In the four countries studied, Denmark, England, Wales, and the United States, the children's immune systems all appeared to be weakened for two to three years post-measles. Although the measles vaccine is highly effective, measles remains one of the leading causes of death among young children globally. Nearly 110,000 people died from measles around the world in 2017, mostly children under the age of five. On a more positive note, because increasing numbers of kids are receiving the measles vaccination, deaths from this infectious disease plunged an incredible 80% between 2000 and 2017, which equates to the prevention of about 21.1 million deaths. Measles is still common in impoverished countries, especially those in Africa and Asia, where vaccination levels are lower. Furthermore, outbreaks are especially damaging in countries recovering from natural disasters or undergoing violent conflicts. In these situations, the administration of vaccines is often interrupted, so more people are at risk of contracting the disease. And when many people end up in cramped quarters, such as refugee camps or emergency shelters, the situation is ripe for an outbreak since measles spread so easily. Transmitted mainly through coughing, sneezing, and close personal contact, the virus can survive for up to two hours in the air and on surfaces. This means an infected person can cough in one room, then leave, and a second person walking into the room two hours later can contract measles simply by breathing in the contaminated air. With a highly effective and reasonably priced vaccine available, the fight continues to eradicate measles from the earth. There's a plan in place crafted by the Measles and Rubella Initiative, a cooperative effort between the American Red Cross, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, UNICEF, the United Nations Foundation, and the World Health Organization. But it partially depends on populations in affluent countries to do their research and not refuse vaccination due to misinformation. The hypothesis that vaccines cause autism has been disproven by study after study. The original study that made the claim that they do was discredited and eventually retracted. Vaccines are safe, except for people with specific allergies or with compromised immune systems or very particular other conditions. That's why everyone who can get vaccinated should. Not only to protect ourselves, but to protect those who are unable to receive vaccines and thus are vulnerable to infection. If you're not sure whether you've been vaccinated against the measles, you can try to find your vaccination records among any documents saved from your childhood, or talk to your doctor. They can check to see whether you've got immunity with a simple blood test. Or you can simply get the vaccine. You'll be sure you're covered, and there's no harm in repeating it in the case that you did receive it as a child. Today's episode was written by Melanie Redziki McManus and produced by Tyler Klang. Brainstuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other public health topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.